Ooh, what's that? Sounds kind of like freedom. Happy belated 4th of July, folks. The hiatus is over. The kid is back. Let's get into it. If tomorrow all the this doesn't make you fucking feel American. For all my life. What the fuck are you doing? And I had to start again with just my children and my wife. Sounds pretty terrible, honestly. But I thank my lucky star. He ain't wrong though. To be living here today. today. Oh, the happening. flag still stands for freedom. Something's happening in my pants. And they can't oh, no. take what that is this? Away. Oh, oh Jesus! Oh no! Don't do it! Oh, I think that's a freedom boner, folks. And I'm proud to, to be an American. American. Open mouth kiss bald eagles And I crush beer cans on my skull And get blackout drunk Because I'm an American Fuck you I'll do what I fucking please Yeah, that's right, I'll kick a terrorist in his ball bag Cause God bless the USA Yeah, that's what's up What a, wow, what an intro, folks I just I'm just feeling patriotic as fuck right now. But what's up, folks? Welcome back to the Millennial Manchild Podcast. And as always, I'm your illustrious host, Miles Casey. How you doing? You doing all right? You doing okay? I know it's been a while since I've been here chatting with you, so I apologize. You know, I needed a break. Just needed a break. Sure, I went radio silent, didn't say anything, kind of unplanned. Uh, but man, it was it was much needed. And I'm coming back refreshed, ready to go. Uh, I even had a whole week off of fucking Starbucks. I took a week off of life, basically, and it's not something I get to do very often, and I'm glad I did it. It was much needed, and you know, the beautiful thing about taking a whole week off in San Diego, I'm already on vacation. You know, I was born and raised in Great Bend, Kansas, so obviously, small upgrade. Shout out to the peeps in Great Bend, but you know, small upgrade being out here in fucking sunny California had a whole week off, was able to just live it up. You know, maybe got a little too drunk. Maybe wasn't as productive as I would have liked to be. But, ah, oh, man, it was a lot of fun. You know, I had my birthday, 29 now. Holy shit. 30's coming in. Yay, hot. But, uh, you know, whatever. It's just a fucking number. Who cares? You know what I'm saying? I ain't got I ain't got nothing else planned. We're just going to keep doing this shit, I guess, right? 29, it's going to be a great year. Got no choice. Got to make it a great year. That's the plan. Uh, But it was awesome. I got random uh had a little random barbecue on the birthday had uh some peeps over went out drinking ended up going to some random house party with the homie alex and it was hilarious everybody there sung me happy birthday which is pretty cool so i actually got that birthday experience that i don't normally get you know what i mean like normally i don't nobody sings me happy birthday i keep it low-key on the birthday but i went out had a good time was a lot of fun then the follow-up about four days later, you know what it is. It's Independence Day, the 4th of July. Another day to go all in on the drinking, eating, and fucking just celebrating America. You know what I mean? If you weren't out there on the 4th of July blowing shit up, you know, trying to lose a finger, getting blackout drunk, for America, of course, not, you know, this is all for America. Uh, yeah, what were you doing, you know? It's so funny. Like, I think we as Americans need a holiday like 4th of July, somewhere to put all that fucking pent up, just whatever the fuck it is that makes Americans just tick a little bit, you know, we have that, we just need to get a little loose, get a little wild, and that's what the 4th of July is for, and most holidays, really, but 4th of July, especially, because, you know, you're not trying to be thankful, or, you know, it's not a holiday around Christmas where you're, like, celebrating Jesus, you know, it's, 
It's America. And what's America do? Fucking kick people in the ass and drink beer and get blackout drunk. That's what America does. Because we be wiling. We be wiling. And that's what I was doing on the 4th of July. It was a lot of fun. Actually, I uh, went over to my buddy's house and we had a live band over there. It was awesome. But some fucking... There's some trolls out here, dude. Some people that just don't like other people having fun because they're so fucking miserable. You know what I mean? Those people, the worst. Yeah, somebody called the cops on us uh, for a noise complaint on the fucking 4th of July. It was the middle of the day. We were just playing some music, drinking some beer, grilling, having the time of our lives, basically, celebrating America. And some cunt decided to call it in. But it was hilarious. Like, the cops showed up, and they were fucking so cool. Shout out to the SDPD. Uh, they, they showed up. They played some beanbag toss with us. They just told us to turn it down a little bit and just like, eh, whatever. They didn't care. You know, someone, some lady was fucking probably just, or some dude even, I don't know, was probably trying to like watch his shows. You know, Stranger Things came out on the 4th of July and I got to get caught up. It's like, dude, it just came out. Fucking chill. You know, you don't need to watch it today. All right. It's fucking 4th of July. Get outside. Go have a fucking hot dog. Whatever. Get out of your fucking house. Uh, but it was a great day, and yeah, now, here we are, I'm finally back, off hiatus, again, apologies for going radio silent for about two weeks, that was not my intention, it just, it just kind of happened, I was in a little bit of a funk, needed a break, but we back, we back, baby, yeah, and let's just get into it today, you know, I got a good one for you, should be fun, and yeah, enjoy. How many times you had to buy a plan B for a girl you never bring back home to meet your family, man? Man, I swear that's what I dream about Ever since my mom told me that she need me out Always smoke a weed, causing trouble, never clean the house But I paid her back for everything, I guess we even now Nothing better than some head after a long day That's the only thing that ever keep mine on straight And she asked me why the long face How I spent $350 on this entree I drown my sorrow in that bottle Today is full of regret Find forever and tomorrow Man up, what's the problem? Everything is jazz and I'm stocked in Yeah, you always seem a little bit strange sometimes Yeah, yeah Everybody live a little, everybody die Yeah, yeah That's life What you gonna do? Other side where the grass is always greener and your bitch down the ride, but the ass is always meaner. See, my catch got deeper and my morals disappeared. Never thought I'd be an asshole. This is my last show. Can I please get a standing All right, all right, all right. You already know what it is. The Millennial Manchild back in action, a.k.a. the King of the OB Streets, a.k.a. the Kansas Kid. Here we are. We're getting into it today, folks. I don't even know what I'm going to really be talking about. It's going to be a fucking scatter shot of bullshit but you already know that you already know that because that's what it always is here <laughs> we don't change that but yeah we might as well start off you know keeping it in the theme of the great u.s of a i gotta give a big shout out to the u.s women's soccer team bringing home that gold trophy for us again back to back to back to back that's what i'm fucking talking about i love that i love these women they're fucking fun to watch they're little they're getting out there. They're fucking playing awesome. They're killing the game. You know, putting it in, you know, a little controversy. You know, doing the teacup celebration and shit. Uh, just, I like it. They're a little crass. They're a little exciting. And who's, who, who says you can't have a little fun while you're out there, you know? 
And that's what these women do. And it's fucking fun to watch. I have to admit, I don't know if it's this fun because it's just USA. And now I'm into it because God damn it. I love America. You know what I mean? It's a great country. Sure. I don't have health care. Sure. I can barely pay my rent, but where else would I want to do that at? You know, I don't want to do it anywhere else. Really? <laughs> sure. I have to go around the street picking up nickels off the ground so I can bring them into Coinstar and make sure I get my rent every month. But that's the price you have to pay for living in this great country. You know what I mean? You just got to suffer. You got to suffer to be here in the U.S. of A, I guess. I don't know. That's how I'm looking at it as. But it's still still the greatest country in the world, probably. And I fucking love this woman's soccer team. It was a lot of fun to watch them. I got to say, you know, it is a little heartbreaking to hear them complaining about not getting paid enough and not, you know, equal pay, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I don't know all the details. I'm not an expert. All I know is they probably should get paid more. These women are fun to watch. They're bringing gold back to the USA. Give them their money, honey. You know what I'm saying? Get these women paid. That's all I know. But, uh, yeah, uh, besides that, you know, what else has been going on in this fucking shit show of a country? A ton of things. Um, I haven't been paying attention at all to the debates, you know, the Democratic debates. I think they had to split the debates into 27 nights because there's 85 people that are trying to be the president on the Democratic side, which is retarded excuse my language but uh it's just the exact same thing that we were making fun of the republicans the republicans for last year or last time around you know what i mean i remember thinking jesus how many republicans are gonna enter this shit and then the democrats come back and like oh we'll show you we'll fucking one up you and by one up we mean we're gonna do a terrible job pick horrible people and trump's gonna get elected again in 2020 dude the fucking democrats are horrible at politics just trash dude it's all the same tired faces nobody is exciting uh nobody is relatable really nobody is fun it's one of these things where you're just like i don't see us winning i see us i mean i'm not even hardly a democrat anymore but fucking trump's gonna take it home dude i can already see it i can see it on the horizon there's no one out there that's gonna be able to do it to trump uh because the democrats are fucking children all of them they're too split Nobody wants to unify the party. Nobody's going to be able to get her done. There's too many different ideologies and fucking that's one thing that the Republicans do. They know how to get the base ready to go and who to vote for. They all back them. There's no, oh, I can't believe they did this. I'm not voting now. You know, there's none of that. It's just get out there, support your man. Because obviously if it's a Republican, it's going to be a man for a while. They are not trying to give any women a chance, it doesn't seem. They tried to give... uh, Palin a chance to be vice president a while back, and, uh, you know, we all know how that worked out. Obama got elected back to back, so it didn't work out too well for him. But yeah, it's like, it's wild to think uh, these Democrats, dude. It's just going to be hilarious to watch, and I mean, watch, I mean, I haven't even seen a clip, but I already know what's going to happen. And, you know, none of them are going to get a cent from the kid this year. You know, I got caught up in the, caught up in the game last year, caught up in the political theater, um, you know, they're, they're out there, they're selling dreams, right? Bernie's always selling dreams, free healthcare, cancel student debt. Oh yeah. Sounds nice. Sounds like something the kid would get behind immediately, right? I would fucking love to have my student debt canceled off, off of my balance sheet. You know what I mean? That would be an extreme weight off my shoulders, but I also get that it's probably not gonna happen. It's not realistic you know what i mean where's that money going to come from where where are we just going to cancel 1.7 trillion dollars of student debt hmm you know it's weird though it's like 
I wish he could. I wish there was at least some support out there for student debt. Trump's bitch ass can have four bankruptcies. And I'm out here, you know, an 18-year-old who was told my whole life, basically, if you don't go to college, you're going to be a failure. You're going to be a fucking garbage can. You know, I mean, that's not exactly what it is, but that's kind of. That's like kind of how you grow up in this this uh, society is like, if you don't go to college, you're not going to get a good job. You're going to be working at McDonald's for the rest of your life. Da, 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 da. And so, of course, I'm like, oh, shit, I, I got to go to college. I got to make sure I make something of myself. There's only one way for my broke ass to do that. Debt. Lots of debt, you know. So I have this one night stand with the government that ends up lasting forever. It's basically like I had a little baby with the government. You know, I was out there. I was fooling around. Accidentally hit it up raw. And then, boom, baby popped out. Now I have to take care of this baby for the rest of my life. And no one's going to help me. No one's interested in helping me with this baby, right? It's a fucking dumpster baby, basically. And, uh, you know, it's funny because if you don't pay your student loans, they'll come after your tax return. They'll come after you. They'll garnish your wages. They will make it hell for you, basically. But Trump, four bankruptcies under the belt. And that's just what we call good business. You know what I'm saying? That's just good business. <laughs> I don't get it. It fucking blows my mind. And then there's people out there that already have paid off their student debt. You know what I'm saying? They're like, these fucking people are like, I was responsible. I got in there. I paid it off. I did this. Da, 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 da. And they're just like mad at the people that want help, that want some relief. They're just furious. They're so angry. Like, I can't believe you're trash. Da, 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 da. It's like... Yeah, sorry. Sorry I don't have any way to pay my fucking student loans off right now. You know, I'm not doing... And maybe that's on me, right? Because I should have maybe known, oh, I don't need to go to school to do fucking a podcast and try to be a comedian. But I didn't know that's what I was going to do. Had no idea. I was 18. They're just like, yeah, get out there. Get into school as fast as possible. You'll figure it out, bud. No. Horrible idea. Yeah, that's... I mean, that's the only cancel culture I'm for these days. If Bernie can cancel my debt... I'll probably vote for him, but he ain't going to win the nomination. The Democratic Party already is going to make sure of that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the same old song and dance. Same old song and dance. And speaking of cancel culture, man, what? Why? Why? Why is this such a popular thing? Why is it so popular to find somebody, make them a target, and decide to fucking try and bring them down? You know, show them who's the boss. Like, oh, I saw a tweet from 12 years ago that this person said, so it's time to get fucking lit up, dude. We're coming for you, bruh. We know you're a secretly racist, sexist, homophobe. Boom. Time to end your career, whatever it is. I just, it's, it's wild, you know? A lot of people have been experiencing that cancel culture, and I just, ugh, I don't, I do not get it. I want to think as people, as Americans, we would support each other. We would build each other up. We'd try to make each other better. We'd be more optimistic, more friendly, more accepting, more understanding. In 2019 of all times, I mean, there's more, it, we're more connected and more, maybe that's part of the problem. We're too fucking connected, but it's like we have more knowledge and more opportunity to do good in the world than ever before. But instead, we're just all these keyboard warriors out here trying to, Write a blog to get people taken down. Trying to make people look small. Trying to make people seem like they're not, like that they don't deserve to take care of their family, to do what they love. Like it's, it's wild. I mean, a couple examples come to mind. Uh, obviously, there's the Louis C.K. example that was popped up again recently because he got a standing ovation 
at this uh, comedy festival, and people were pissed. People didn't like it, you know. Uh, and that's fine. You don't have to like it. You don't have to support Louie. You don't have to buy a fucking ticket. You don't have to go there. But also, why does it matter if you're not there? If you're not supporting him? Like, if people want to support him, why why can't they do that? Why can't they go see him if they want? Right? Sure, what he did was fucking disgusting. He's a perv, jerking off in front of people. But it's not like he raped anybody. And I'm not justifying it. It's, I'm not, I'm not, it's not like he grabbed any asses. It's not like he was fucking grabbed him by the pussy like Trump. He's just a pervert. He's just a fucking weird dude who happens to be one of the funniest men on the entire planet and happens to be one of the most brilliant comedians. You know what I mean? So it's like, personally, I'm in the camp of like, how much punishment does a person need to receive before they can do what they were put on this planet to do? Not many people in their whole entire life get to find something that they love like Louie does stand up or have that passion for or that good at like you can tell he was like put on the earth basically to do that you know what I mean like some people are fighters some people are just gonna be great at math this man was put on the planet to be fucking funny and make people laugh and sure he had some mistakes obviously not defending the mistakes creepy as fuck but he already lost millions of dollars he hasn't been able to take care of his family and people are like oh he'll be fine he'll be fine it's like what do you mean why can't he do what he loves like if you can't if you were to take away what I love to you know doing stand-up doing the podcast just because of some fucking tweet I, I said I, I, even though this isn't comparable to a tweet necessarily jerking off in front of people is a little more egregious much more egregious but I don't know I'm very torn because from what I know when I look into it what I've read about it he asked that doesn't make it okay maybe he was in a position of power and it felt like they had to do it and that's not okay and it's not cool but it's not like he was like oh i just came around the corner and i already had my dick in my hand i'm jerking off and you're right there that's not what happened from what i understand maybe i'm reading into it wrong i don't know but i just don't understand what this whole canceling of people is like why you know and sometimes it happens too quickly before all the facts are out right and then it's already like you can't unopen or put Pandora back in the box, so to speak, right? So it's like when this shit happens, people suffer real consequences. Like the director uh, for fucking Guardians of the Galaxy. That dude ended up getting his job back finally because they realized like, oh, this wasn't something that somebody should lose their whole fucking job over and be dragged through the mud. But even though he got his job back and he's going to be going to be fine, there's so many people out there in the world now that have this negative image of him and that's just the way it is so it's like I I just wish we would spend more time being understanding building each other up helping each other out and instead of attacking people and trying to bring down the you know the patriarchy or whatever the fuck you think you're doing uh maybe go to a soup kitchen huh maybe go help a homeless person that's one of the things that I I do I don't brag about it I don't talk about it often but I know a ton of the homeless people because I work at the fucking Starbucks here and there happens to be a decent amount of homeless people in Ocean Beach. So I chat them up. I'll fucking bring them food sometimes, give them the leftovers. And it's hilarious. They give me, sometimes they'll give me some free weed or they'll do this or they'll do that. And they, they got my back because I actually help them out. I'm actually doing things that make them feel better, feel like they're, you know, somebody cares. Somebody's like actually treating them like a fucking human being instead of ignoring them and not making eye contact and just pretending like they don't exist. Because that's what happens a lot to these people, you know? 
And they tell me that because they know, like, I'm just sitting there chatting with them and they'll, some, they'll even just try to say hi to somebody like, how are you doing? And somebody already assumes, oh, this guy wants money from me. I'm just going to pretend he doesn't exist and keep on moving, you know? But these people don't want to help. They don't want to help. They're just pretending to help. They just like getting all riled up and fucking mad and ready to go. And like, we're going to tear down this guy or woman and show her who's boss. It's like, hey, no, go, go donate some shit to the goodwill. Go spend some time cleaning up the beach. Do something that gives back to the community. Do something that makes you feel good. Not something that gets you angry and gets you riled up. And like, that's not a good state to be in. You know, like when you're feral, you're like fucking walking around like you're ready just to, you're a rabid dog. Like, who wants it? Somebody's going to tweet something bad and I'm going to take them down. Like, get the fuck out of here, dude. It's it's childish. It's childish. And I don't get it. (laughs) I don't get it. Uh... But anyways, enough of that, enough of that. One of the other things I wanted to talk about that I find very interesting, personally, uh, UFOs have been making a fucking huge comeback lately. I feel like it's been making the rounds on all my favorite podcasts. It's been kind of in the in the zeitgeist, if you will, lately. It's been out there just like people are talking about it more. People are looking into it. And I don't know what to think. I like the idea of there being, you know, UFO doesn't mean aliens necessarily, right? UFO just means unidentified flying object. It could be some crazy government fucking ship that we have no idea about. We're like, what the fuck was that? That shit's going crazy. Or it could be aliens, which is much more fun to believe than the government's got crazy technology. Because, you know, of course the government has shit that we don't have. They're out here just fucking hoarding it to themselves and using it to their advantage. And we have no idea. But uh, I, I I much more enjoy the idea of thinking, oh. Maybe there's some other life out there that's taking a fucking peek down here on Earth and seeing what kind of shit show we got going on. Because it's probably, if if I were them, that, you know, maybe they don't like TV. I don't know. But they got to have some form of entertainment, right? They got to have some form of things that keep them, their spare time busy. And I think the ultimate reality show would just be like fucking, those, those flying saucers are just watching around. They're just like low key going invisible and doing all kinds of crazy shit. But they're videotaping us. And they're splicing it together. And they're making the best reality TV show ever. It's called Earth. This shit's wild out here, dude. They're just like, oh, this time on Earth, we're going to tune into America and see what kind of fucking crazy shit they're up to today. It, they got they got more material than they could ever fucking need. But yeah, I don't think... It's like, that's one of the things is like, the aliens don't... They don't care about us if they are around or they are real. They're not interested. They're kind of just like, oh yeah, this is a fun show to watch. And... Maybe we'll learn a thing or two about how stupid they are, but that's about it. You know, they're, they're not interested. They don't care if they were interested. They would have already, something would have happened. I think, I think something would have happened by now, but it is interesting to see this UFO talk making the rounds because I don't know. It's, it's, it's one of those things where as big as the universe is, yeah, you have to feel like there's some other life forms out there, right? Me personally, I like to think there is, so I don't know. I also think they probably don't give a fuck about us. Just like, you know, we would, we would, it would blow our minds if we, we met some aliens though. That would be, that would change everything. You know, all the conflicts, we'd be like, oh shit, we gotta, we gotta make sure we're okay against these fools. We don't know what we're up against. That would probably be the only thing that unites the world as one, uh, as one, you know, common team, aliens. So 
maybe you just do a little prayers to get some aliens on this planet because we need to fucking come together and start building each other up instead of breaking us down. You know what I'm saying? It's ridiculous, folks. It's ridiculous. I just don't get it. Don't get it. All right. So I, the last thing I wanted to talk about, you know, uh, I saw this hilarious video on the internet. It was this fucking short dude ordering a bagel. He's at a bagel shop, right? So I'll set the scene. Somebody's, there's this angry little man. He's probably about five foot one. At least that's what I think he says on the video. Pretty short. Poor guy. I feel bad for him. But uh, he, he was losing his shit because he was, he was, I don't know exactly how it started. It doesn't really say in the video, you know, he just kind of turns around and starts screaming at people and saying things like, Women on dating apps say I should kill myself because I'm 5'1". It's like, damn, that's pretty harsh. Uh, it's probably not just because you're 5'1". It's probably because you're an asshole, first of all. This guy was losing his shit. He was screaming at everybody in the line. He was challenging people to a fight. He was like, what? You're not my dad. You're not my boss. Which is hilarious, by the way. This is a grown-ass man, older than me. Has to be like 50 years old, maybe 45, somewhere around there. And he's losing his shit. And when he's yelling at people and they're telling him to calm down or, you know, shut up, basically, he goes with the, you're not my dad. You're not my boss. It's like, how old are you? 12, dude? Fucking, what are you talking about? Oh, man. And eventually, the best part of it happened. And it's funny because it's clearly this is a man who has fucking Napoleon syndrome, short man syndrome. He is out here struggling with it, too. He is not in a good place. Uh, clearly needs to get laid probably why prostitution should be legal you know what i'm saying just because this guy is wound up tight he's ready to fucking blow at any time and uh obviously he's not gonna do any physical harm because he's a fucking little midget i mean you know excuse my language but uh <laughs> he um he, he actually at one at the very end of the video he's like what do something about it and this guy just fucking comes in and tackles his ass and is like all right whatever you want son and he shut up real quick then but it's just wild to think that he's, he, he feels like he's entitled to uh, these women liking him. You know, you got to have a fucking personality, bro. The reason you aren't getting laid or you're single is because your personality sucks dick. You're trash to be around. It's plain and simple because there's plenty of short dudes who are crushing it out there. Kevin Hart, not a big dude. Not a big dude. Tom uh, Cruise, not a tall dude either. And you know what? Crushing it. Likeable. Have a great personality. You know, they did something else. They decided to be like, oh shit, I'm never going to be six feet tall. But you know what? I can be fucking the biggest personality in the room everywhere I go. And everybody loves me. Right? You don't, you have to find a way. You can't just be expected for things to fall into your lap. You can't just expect, oh yeah, I, I deserve to get laid. But yeah, I mean, this guy, he was, he was losing his shit. It was, it's funny ass video, honestly. And the thing is, like, uh, whatever, uh, especially on dating apps, superficial as fuck. You're not going to do well on there if you're short. I don't do well on there because I fucking look like a three, I'm three days into being homeless, basically. So I get it. It's not, it's not my, uh, where I'm going to excel, but you have to find a way. You have to find a way to make it happen or whatever. You can't just expect things to be giving to you, especially punani. You know what I'm saying? And But at the end of the day, that's also why I do think that prostitution should be legal. This guy's about to lose his shit. He could go crazy, go postal. You know what I'm saying? And 
that's not cool. That's not cool. But if he had a place to go release some of that tension so he could just be, you know, for even just a little bit, he could feel like somebody cared or he got a little something, something. Boom. That would, that would solve a lot of problems. Probably. I'm just saying prostitution probably should be legal. Maybe I'm just thinking about me here too. I don't know, but it's like the other reason I think it should be legal is because like, you know, your boy, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be good at sex, right? I want to be good at sex. I want to be fucking a powerhouse in the bedroom, right? I want to fuck, but I don't get the opportunity that much, folks. I don't get the opportunity like I would like. And I'm not saying I would just be paying for pussy out the ass, but I'm like, you know, when I, when I'm practicing my golf game, I don't go to the course. I go to the driving range, right? I need a driving range for my dick is what I'm saying. I don't know. I just wanted to say that because it sounded funny, but for real, I don't know. It just seems weird that it is the oldest, one of the oldest things in the book like that prostitution ain't legal in the U S you know, you go down to Tijuana right across the border. She's legal over there. I don't know. It's wild though. But yeah, poor little guy, you know, somebody needs to toss that man a little ponani. He needs to get laid. Or maybe he should just go jump off a bridge. I don't know what the answer is, but <laughs> that's that's a little fucked up. But he, he was he was wiling and he got what I love to see when people put out that negative energy, they get what they deserve, you know? And that's kind of what happens. Like the energy you put out is the energy you get back. So it's a very it's very important to, you know, make sure you're putting out that good energy. Myself included. I've been having some problems with it lately. I've kind of been doing some self-assessment too. And I realize I've been having this, uh, like this, this idea that I'm a failure. Like it's been stuck in my head a little bit too much lately. It's like, um, fuck, I've been doing this. It's the 80th episode of the podcast and nothing has happened. Sure. It's growing and da 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 da. but it's easy to feel like when I haven't made any money off of it or haven't done this or haven't done that. And maybe that's on me cause I'm not doing enough, but, um, it's, it's, it's easy to start thinking like, man, am I just going to do this forever and just keep it at this level? Is it going to change? Is something else going to happen? But at the end of the day, you have to remember, I can't be afraid of failing. Everybody that is successful has failed more than they've, uh, succeeded. And you have to understand that plain and simple. So it's like, I can keep doing this. I'm just going to keep doing it, getting better and not be worried about failing. That's been something that's been stuck in my fucking head lately. It's like when I go to do stand up or when I go to even record a podcast, I'm just like, Oh, this ain't it. You ain't got the goods. And I've been putting that energy out there and I've been delivering, getting that energy back. So I really have to work on my mind state and being in that present moment and seeing, you know, because if you're, as they say, in your head, you're dead. I can't be caught in my head. I can't be thinking up here in this fucking Looney Tune thoughts all day. I got to be more aware, more present and not worry about failure. That's one of the things that I really wanted to, you know, also talk about here. But that's really all I got for you today, folks. Uh, I'll hit you with a little tunes and the outro. As always, thank you for listening. And uh, enjoy the tunes. Okay, 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 got marijuana all in my palms, got honey mustard all in my jeans, got bass, got slapping in my car, old block yelling fuck KD, got a list full of all my wrongs, tryna run it from a guy, take me, got a scraper and I'm ready, rolling hella fucking heavy through the city, screaming forgive me, got commas coming, you can bet on that, used to run around, let my info slap, used to hit them licks with all my friends in there, my big homie on that shit, then we split that cash, used to sit it back, send a text like hey, take a pig of that, send that shit my way, used to top it gay, like bitch from my 
fake, but I'm soft as fuck. You know my ass got late. The fuck I let go, got beats calling my mom. She give me them whoopings when I get her home. Like I didn't just get my ass beat at the park, but this cool swag's cool. I get loud that one month. Now she come to the shows and take shots with the fans. Got licked from the belt when got caught with the grams. Now I burn them with confidence all on my porch. Cause I'm home and I'm grown and I do it all for a second. I'm coming home. Make a place for me. Let the love inside. Take the hate in me. Father, forgive me. Father, Father, for my ways. If yesterday was wrong, I'll write them down today. I'm coming home. Make a place for me. Let the love inside take the hate in me. Father, forgive me. Yeah, boy. The 80th episode of the Millennial Man Child Podcast is fucking in the book, son. We done did it again. We out here, back at it, and it feels good. It feels good to be back. And as I said earlier, apologies for the, you know, the hiatus, for the 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 disappearance, if you will. Kind of went radio silent there. But I was busy. I was living life. I was trying just to relax a little bit and get my head screwed back on straight. Sometimes it gets, it gets a bit tough out here. You know, you start getting caught up in your thoughts and you start worrying about this and that. And next thing you know, you can't even hardly do anything. You're kind of paralyzed by your own thoughts. And I just had to get out of that funk, find my way out, slowly digging out of the trenches, but we we are back and we're feeling good. So uh, as always, I want to give a big shout out to you all at home. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, you know, I also give a shout out to the homie EJ. He hooked it up. He sent me five bucks through Venmo, bought some drinks with that. That's my dude, EJ Hiss, you the man. Can't wait till you come out here to visit me in uh, September. We'll probably have to record a podcast then, honestly. But anyways, that's besides the point. Uh, I want to give a shout out to all you guys listening and, you know, as always, you know, if you're feeling like you want to help out a little bit, you want to feel you're enjoying the podcast, you, you're like, oh, Miles is getting a little good at this on accident, right? Uh, share it with a friend, you know, just one. If everyone who listens to the podcast right now shared it with one friend and then 5% of them join and then that 5% shares it with one friend, we keep it going, we keep it going. It's going to grow. It's going to grow organically. It's going to grow naturally. And that's what I want. That would be awesome. So if you're trying to help the kid out, boom, there it is. Share it with a friend. Uh, DM them the post through Instagram. Whatever you got to do, spread the love, folks. Let's lift each other up. Let's do more for each other. You know, that's how I feel. I feel like we all got to help each other because this shit's tough. Just being a human, just being alive, it's a struggle. Whether it's money, whether it's relationships. Whether it's just you're not happy with how the things are going. It's not easy out there. So we got to do more for each other. We got to keep building each other up and not breaking each other down and tearing each other down. It's not the way to go about it, plain and simple. So yeah, if you want to do that, much love. I would appreciate you. Big, big heart, big, big hug. Um, but yeah, uh, that's really all I got. A few things for you to check out. Uh, two things. We'll, 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 I have more, but we're just going to keep it to two. I mentioned it earlier. Uh, go check out Aziz Ansari's special on Netflix. It was one of the best things I've watched recently. Um, it was very impressive. It was funny as fuck. It was very poignant. It made me feel things. It made me want to, like, he has a bit where he's talking about how our, his parents and stuff, and it was like, it hit me hard. It, it, it made me feel something. But he was also fucking hilarious throughout it. And it was real. One of the realest specials I've seen lately, and I, I loved it. So uh, go check that out for sure. It was really well done. It's good to see him back in the stand-up saddle. You know, it's been 10 years almost, I think, since he's done stand-up or put out a special. And it was, 
it was it was a really good you can tell the growth he's grown a lot as a person and it was a, a lot of fun to watch so check that out and then the next thing i recommend um because i find it very interesting is it's called the loudest voice it's on showtime it's about uh fuck i'm drawing a blank what's his name it's not Rupert Murdoch. It's the other guy, Roger Ailes. It's about Roger Ailes, who's played by uh, Russell Crowe. He's fucking, he kills it, dude. He he looks exactly like Roger Ailes. It has to be a bitch to put on all that makeup to look like that fat fuck. But um, it's a it's a very fascinating show. It's a very interesting show. Learning about the birth of Fox and uh, Roger Ailes, the pretty much the mastermind behind it, the fucking the goon who came up with all the ideas to make Fox the way it is, and it's it's very interesting to see the uh behind the scenes kind of unfold and sure they're probably telling a a little bit of a embellished story or whatever maybe I don't know but it's very it's very interesting it's like oh wow I'm actually learning a lot about how these people came into power and how they got to where they were and how they helped push many things that were bad forward like the war in Iraq for one but uh yeah check it out loudest voice on Showtime um very very well done it's just kind of it's like a little mini series so there's only two episodes out right now, but the first two have been great. Yeah, that's all I really got for you today. So I'll hit you with the music in order. Uh, obviously, the first song was God Bless America. Shout out to USA. Uh, that's Life by 88 Keys and Mac Miller. Um, Father Forgive Me by Travis Thompson. And I Remember Way Too Much by Mod Son. And that's all I got for you today, folks. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, Millennial Manchild. Ow. I remember waiting for the sun to rise. I remember where we went wrong that night. I remember way too much. I remember way too much. I remember waiting for the sun to rise. I remember where we went wrong that night. I remember way too much. I remember way too much. I remember when we wish we were older. I remember how we felt late October. I'll always keep you warm, that's what I told her. I'll always keep you warm, that's what I told her. I remember wishing on a fuzzy clover and writing your name all over my folder. I'll always be around, that's what I told her. I'll always be around, that's what I told her. Sun to rise. I remember where we went wrong that night. I remember way too much. I remember way too much. I remember waiting for the sun to rise. I remember.